Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nutty Buddy Entertainment. And on today's episode, Brian joins me, and we discuss episode five of The Moon Knight Asylum. We talk about thoughts, theories, and I share some of my concerns in regards to the final episode of the series that premieres next week. We also discuss at the end of the podcast, is there such thing as Marvel's fatigue, superhero fatigue, and if so, why? That's coming up right here, right now on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. Welcome back, everybody, to Nutty Buddy Entertainment. I'm your host, Ryan, and on today's episode, we are going to discuss Moon Knight, Episode 5, Asylum. And then we're going to talk a little bit about an article uh, that talked about uh, Marvel fatigue, but we're going to just take that a little bit more broadly and talk about like superhero fatigue as well. Uh, we'll talk about all that today on today's podcast. And to do that with me today, I have Brian back. Brian, how's it going? I'm doing good, man. Today uh, went pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. day. Good day. Yeah. Good day. Can't we're, complain. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll start out. Let's just get right into the Moon Knight stuff yeah. because that's where we are. Moon Knight, episode five, The Asylum. Before we get into specifics, what did you think generally about the episode? Uh, uh, it should have been titled, Here's All the Answers to Everything. <laughs> that's what we got in this episode, finally. We got everything that we needed. And now for next week episode, we just see how it's all going to wrap up and play out. So it was a very interesting episode, especially the ending. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if Mark, I, I think they killed him off. I said it a couple of weeks ago. Oh. I think they killed him off and Layla's going to take over. Honestly. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, me and you saw this episode a little different, which I'm excited really? about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to okay. be like the first episode that we just saw it differently then. Um, yeah. I actually, I enjoyed the answers we got, but mm -hmm. I do think this is setting up a similar pattern to Wanda and I'll talk about, I'm going to, at the end of the, when we're done to talk, uh, WandaVision, I should say, okay. sorry, yep. WandaVision, um, where I feel like there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. Mm, okay. So, so I'll, yeah, I'll talk about on what you're still looking for. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but it's partly because I read the episode a little differently than you. Oh, all right. Like I didn't see what you saw in that. So we're going to we're going to talk about uh, okay. uh, uh, um, about this episode. Why don't we get into it? So everybody listening, yeah. uh, we were going scene by scene for a couple episodes. Uh, I totally misread what Brian suggested. <laughs> so we're going to go back to more of a discussion and see what happens uh, today. Uh, we'll get this together. We've only done like four episodes together. So we'll we'll find the right rhythm here. So let's start with you, Brian. What was one takeaway or or um, in the episode that you thought was interesting and that you want to kind of discuss? Um, You know, it's I didn't think this show would go into like the because this was with the episode being called Asylum. It was both almost like a reference to both um, his mind and then like also a physical place for him in which we find out where Mark is from. It's just, you know, his way of dealing with trauma, which a lot of this, like my speculations of who Steven was, I no way really thought that it was something to kind of hide the trauma that Mark had gone through when he was younger. So that was, that was definitely interesting. I wasn't expecting that at all, but they did a really good take on it. Yeah. That was one of the most, um, 
fascinating parts of this episode was we got to see how Steven was created. Yeah. Right. And that was to deal with trauma. And I was watching a, um, a video and it explained the difference between um, social, what's it called? Social uh, identity uh, disorder. Or well, it's multi-identity, multi-identity disorder is one. And then it's like social, it's a social disorder, but one okay. is, is due to the one that Mark deals with is due to like having PTSD from something and oh, they create, okay. they create yeah. a, a, a different um, uh, personality to escape whatever yeah. it is that they're traumatized about. So that's, I guess, the difference where the multi-personality is something that you can always have, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. how they tell that, like the difference, you know, between one or the other, but I thought that was kind of fascinating. No, definitely. Yeah. So, um, Steven is created. So he was, Steven was based off that character in the movie where, where they were doing the exploring, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. It, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, oh. you go ahead. Okay. Yeah. They, he, he created him because he, I forget what the poster said, but it was like, um, he can basically like brave anything. So mm -hmm. that was his way of, you know, being able to brace his like mom's beatings and stuff like that, which is, yeah, very interesting. Yeah. So his mom, uh, was abusive. And mm -hmm. the reason why is she blamed Mark for her, her, uh, his brother's death. Her, yeah. her other other child's death yeah yeah exactly and yeah when um the scene where mark is um going into the room where all the people that he's killed in his past and we get to see everyone who Kanshu um made him get rid of um then the boy that showed up there i thought was a younger version of mark that's what i was kind of expecting but then re-watching a second time steven's like why is you know why is a little boy here that you know of people that you've killed so mark thinks they killed his brother so yeah that was interesting yeah i want to come back to actually that scene about like conchu's victims but yeah yeah very interesting and then steven sort of finds out that he is the one that's made up and yeah. that his mom is dead and yep. that he got to envision his mom to be this really good person yeah Mark wanted to try so hard not to have Steven like realize all this. He was, yeah, trying everything in the book to basically just like keep it hidden from him. Cause yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure why he was worried about like hurting Steven's feelings or anything like that. Cause he was trying to sh like still keep that separate of just like, you got to have like the normal childhood and I took on all the burdens, which is interesting, even though Steven's, you know, made up in his mind. So. Correct. Yep. And then um, he, uh, he what was also fascinating was throughout those memories, mm -hmm. Stephen never recognized that the child was being called Mark, that they were being called Mark the entire time. Yeah. So, yeah. so that he would be the made up person. I thought that was fascinating that he didn't see it until it was revealed to him. Yeah. So then Stephen, he got it under control, apparently, like Mark did, right? Uh, probably mm -hmm. when he left his parents um yeah and then it, steven seemed to what i understand he had he came and this is why layla didn't know about steven is he came yeah. back once the mom died no which makes sense because when i guess steven was in the apartment and found the phone and stuff it had only been two months since he um 
he had left Layla. Mark had left Layla. So yeah, it, it was very recent. And yeah, it was the trauma of his mom passing away where he became untethered with Steven and Mark both in there. So. Yep. Yeah. And, and so that was again, just very fascinating. So th- yeah. now it makes sense why Layla didn't know about Steven, you know, like it just, no, okay. yeah, that, that, exactly. so that's a we question got that answered. Yep. Yep. And we got whose body is it answered as well, which was a question we were, we were asking. Okay. Well, let's uh, move to that, that scene you mentioned real quick. Are we, are we good on the, on the Steven mother yeah. story? Okay. Let's go yeah. to the, the Conchu thing, because one thing that I think I realized within uh, this uh, episode, the, the, so we got to see how Mark became Conchu. Uh, or yes. the moon knight i should say yep we got to see his like origin story yeah that was yeah. pretty cool so a couple things so Kanchu seems to have seemed to a pick mark partly because he had a broken mind mm-hmm. yeah would, would be in the same theme of arthur when he was talking about how he he, he had a broken mind he yeah he's well. yeah preying on the vulnerable which uh which is interesting yeah the other thing is because he has that you know, that one room of uh, he remembers them all and he was hoping that these murderers and people would kill him. It mm-hmm. seems like Mark does not agree with Khan Chu's sense of justice. No, it, it seemed like he at first was OK with it. And then as he was doing it, he somehow I don't know if if these people are actually what Khan Chu is saying of like the evil that Mark's thinking it would be so. Yeah, he he doesn't agree. He definitely doesn't agree with it. And yeah, he doesn't want to be part of Kanshu, but he knows that's the only way to kind of save everyone. Yeah, I wonder if like Kanshu will come to a realization that the way he's doing things isn't quite right. Because yeah, because I like think Ahmed, just real quick, just Ahmed, yeah. like we know that her her way is ridiculous, like judging mm-hmm. people before they do anything. But it's almost like the other end is almost ridiculous as well, depending on how things happen. Like, you know, they should face a certain like a justice in the the system or whatever you want to say, instead of being killed, depending, obviously. But anyway, so I'm wondering if like Kanchu will will change because of everything that's going on. Yeah, what I'm foreseeing happening is either if Mark or Layla freeze Kanchu, they strike some sort of deal with getting him out to uh um, redo whatever, you know, his judgments are to more be in line with what Mark or Layla want. Cause yeah, I just, the way that it went with Arthur and then also Mark, it's not working as well as, you know, obviously he's choosing unstable people and it's breaking them. So Mm. yeah, switch it up. Yep. Switch it up. Yeah. So that was fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. So we got to see their origin story and we got to see um, Layla's father as well. So we got to a vision of, I mean, a scene of the desert and the people, his, mm-hmm. I don't remember his partner's name that killed all the people. Oh, it's, um, oh, I can't remember it right now. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's uh, Bushman. Yes. Bushman. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, I, I'm surprised because I don't know if Bushman's dead or not. He didn't really say because he he went into the statue of Kanshu and he had like a gun there, which he was going to kill himself, I guess. Yeah. But it almost looked like he was kind of, you know, waiting for someone to come get him. 
So I don't know if after he turned into Moon Knight, he killed him or what, but yeah, uh, I wonder if we'll see him again. Push yeah, I th- yeah we, he might be part of like, if this goes well, maybe like a movie with Moon Knight or uh, mm-hmm. uh, the season two series, depending on how that all goes. Um, but I was actually surprised that obviously Mark was by the statue and he put like the gun up to his head about to pull the trigger. I was surprised that Disney like allowed that scene in particular of like <laughs> attempted suicide. <laughs> I was a little shocked by that, but yeah. Uh... Well, I was looking at some articles. I think it was called the polygon or something like that mentioned mm-hmm. um, something about like that. Mar, uh, the moon Knight is not, for disney plus or something like that like no, you it's know not. Yeah. It, so it's sort of interesting <laughs> well, it's that whole stuff. debacle that they have with or um, for marvel you know, yeah where they have with uh daredevil and all the older uh <laughs> that happened in real time go ahead it definitely did <laughs> with uh all the all the issues people were having with putting daredevil and the defenders and all those shows from netflix onto disney plus and that's why now you have to like accept having like adult material or whatever on there because they're yeah i think it should all be for kids but this is what actually you know real life stuff is what actually makes a good tv show so yeah i agree i agree okay anything um anything further thoughts as far as like mark and Kanchu and their relationship throughout this this episode um no that was just yeah his manipulation of um just uh, not Stephen Mark was yeah just surprising especially you kind of think that he'd be a good guy but he's really not but yeah that was pretty much it I had for those two yeah I wonder if like again I, I think he'll end up being like whether it's with Layla or Mark he'll end up being or whoever he'll end up becoming good like realizing that he shouldn't mm-hmm. be d- doing it this you know the way he's doing it um okay what and uh what's your next thing that you you know you might want to talk about or interest you Um, in this episode yeah so um we we start off the episode back with tarot Mm -hmm. the um hippo and then you know we learn that there's actually multiple afterlives or realms um, she kind of gives that to Bill and then shout out to the ancestral plane, Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marvel is just with this and then even Doctor Strange coming up, they're just opening up this new world, which is very interesting. It's, I, I don't know, <laughs> with with everything that's going on with um, the, uh, the dimensions and stuff like that and different like realities. And then adding this into there as well. It's just very interesting. And then like Thor, because I'm like, I'm feeling like this is very separate than like the nine realms that like Thor and like Asgard are like a Mm. part of. I feel like this is something completely different right now. Just the way that this whole thing played out. So, yeah. So it really comes down to like one of the big questions I have here is what was going on in this episode? Was it like actually happening or mm. was it like in mark's mind i feel like it was actually happening i especially when she had mentioned like oh we haven't had someone through the gates for a while you know all the um 
all the humans decided not to follow the Egyptian gods anymore. So that would make sense why. Well, with Mark, you know, being an avatar of Khonshu, he would have access to that. So I, I think it was real, especially, you know, where the actual real episode left off with him getting shot and falling into the water. Like, I think he is dead, dead. She did say, like, if we send you back, you'll still be in a body with bullets in you. So they, I think they had that chance in him not being able to open up the gates for Osiris. Um, I feel like he missed out on that and he's just in the field of reeds right now. Mm. And I, I don't know if he's going to be able to make it back. Yeah, so I guess I, I just saw it a little differently. I, I, I yeah. personally think it's just in his head and that he's on mm. the brink of death. And right now, Layla is trying to get him to Kanchu. That's what I think is happening in the outside world. And he is he is on the brink of death, much like the Black Panther, like he visited the ancestral planes, but he wasn't dead yet. Yeah. Right. And then he, he he went through that process in his head, came, came back. Right. Um, that's what I, I feel like happening here. And part of the reason is because. The, the scales balanced, but there's still a third personality. Is there, though, because that coffin, was it? was it his brother that was in there and he was just keeping that trapped? Um, you know, that shaken coffin that we saw before that they didn't open. Maybe that was my thinking because they didn't really open the doors. Cause even in the episode where they went up to the door and they saw a guy like standing on the sidewalk, looking into apartment building, I almost thought that was going to be Jake block Lear, And then we would get like a glimpse into like them not knowing, but it ended up being Mark, you know, outside his, dad's mom's house um but they haven't opened up the door fully for a third because also with the scales balancing out in the end from steven dying then that third personality really didn't have anything to do with it you know right unless if it's just in his head and he doesn't they they're unaware of the third personality That's right true. yeah right so then in his mind he's balanced it out because we still don't have an answer of who asked that girlfriend out girl out and we still don't have an answer who um killed those people on um arthur's people uh with the knife when both mark and steven were blacked out and neither one of them owned up to it uh, mm -hmm. in episode three on the roof yeah. there. So, I, and the only reason why I think there is still a per third personality partly is because that's Stephen came out of, of sur uh, sarcophagus, right? Right. He was yeah. released from one. So it would make sense that if there is a third personality that goes along with the comic books, um, that he would be stuck in a sarcophagus as well. I just, I, I don't know where he would fit in on what Mark would need him for exactly. Cause it seemed like Steven was kind of that other portion and Mark kind of takes care of everything else with it. But I don't know, I guess, I guess we'll see. I just, yeah, for me, it felt more like he had, um, he was trying to get back to the real world, but he kind of failed on that. And it was interesting during the episode, you know, when they were going through that underworld, um, all those souls were coming down. Mm -hmm. So stuff was taking place in the world that he wasn't aware of going. So obviously Ahmet was released and things are going on. So yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see next week what's going on, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating to me because I feel like there's so many, that's why partly is, is um, 
I'm I'm a little bit concerned about like the ne next episode because I feel like they're still uh well I'll I'll talk about it in a little bit but yeah so that that's part of the reason th those couple of things for, are part of the reason why I think it's going on inside of his head and he's trying to figure it out um now obviously I could be wrong you know obviously yeah. and you, you you brought up I think a good point with the Ahmed part with the 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 uh, purple flashes but you you also wonder how much um like if if let's say Layla is trying to keep him alive or whatever's going on like how much are they like hey you got to stay alive because Ahmed is released or whatever and but so how yeah I don't know how she would be able to keep him alive because Arthur and his whole crew are still there you know I don't think she's gonna be able to drag him out without having to confront them as well so yeah, that's that's true. Unless if Arthur, he doesn't like he he doesn't like you just mentioned grabs the statue and go. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. seem like he would really care, like because he, he you know, you mentioned, which I thought was a good point last week is basically he, he that was the first time we ever seen him actually do physical harm to someone when he shot. Yeah. So I don't think no. he really cares about what Layla because he he feels like Mark's good as dead anyway. So, um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, any anything else in this episode that um, you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, just a question mark. Yeah, is is Mark dead or not? I, yeah. I don't know. Just <laughs> the biggest question. I don't know. Dead. Next week's episode, I think, is going to be really fun seeing how everything ends out and yeah if we'll be able to actually see like a physical like Ahmet and if the other like you know Osiris or anybody does step in at that point or yeah maybe mm. they're the ones who release Khonshu because they're like oh yeah you're right yeah no I I I I think like if I had any theories like moving forward I still think Layla regardless she will end up wearing the suit somehow so I think yeah. she will free Conchu and then bring Conchu over to Mark. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. I yeah, it's I have this feeling because a lot of where Marvel is going right now, it's a lot of female focus, and I feel like they're setting something up for like a female version of the Avengers. So that's why I'm thinking like Layla's going to be like Moon Knight moving forward for some reason, especially with like the new Thor that's coming out and stuff. It's just. I feel like they're having some sort of shift right now with that. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I see that too, but I feel like they have enough females. Like, I'm not saying you can't have yeah. more. I'm not, but if they want to, because we still have She-Hulk coming. Yeah. And um, uh, what's her name? The Iron Heart. No, Iron. Uh, Riri Williams. The Iron. She's going to be in Secret Wars, I think, is uh, basically a oh, female Iron um, Man. Yes, yeah, I I know who you're talking about. I don't know her character name though right now. I think it's Ironheart, but so Iron you're gonna Heart, have okay. yeah that as well. But I guess we'll okay. see. I guess we'll see. Maybe yeah. maybe you're right, but I would imagine. I I'm just I'm just thinking like, it would be so strange to me if they get you connected to this character and they just kill him off right away. That's the the other part is just like. I mean, it it's pretty ballsy, but I'm I'm kind of for it. You know, <laughs> I enjoyed this story, so if they don't ruin it with anything else and they can kind of arc it into something else, I I might be for it. Okay, well, so so um, 
another another thing I heard, just a rumor that there's actually going to be one more villain reveal in the episode. Oh, really? The last episode I was watching. A, I'm, a I'm video. still hoping uh, Doctor Doom. We get him. So my my one hope, uh, uh, Doctor Doom would be amazing, but I'm really hoping it's Apocalypse. And really? Okay. Start the mm. age of the mutants through him because he's a mutant. Mm. Technically, he was the father of the mutants. Yeah. Um, he's Egyptian. So oh, it, it no. works out with that. And he's got the four, the four horsemen as well. So I don't know. I, I just think it would be really cool to have. And by the way, Oscar Isaac is the, I believe is the person who played. He is. <laughs> the the bad apocalypse so it yes, would be kind yeah, of hilarious he if he is, does yeah. show up in that in that uh, <laughs> yeah in the moon night at the end yeah i i wish yeah i'm hoping yeah oh we didn't talk about do you think steven is like dead dead see this is this is why i don't think I, I, this is why i think it's in his mind i think like even steven isn't dead i don't think he's dead mm. even like i don't think yeah. he's dead i don't think mark's dead. i think what what it, it was is like a symbolization of him finding balance between him and steven and mm. but okay. you know his mind is playing tricks on him as well as this is all happening but i could yeah. be wrong i could be wrong obviously yeah but a whole new world, like Aladdin would say, right? Like <laughs> exactly. a whole new world. We'll have to wait and see what the answers are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you okay if I tell you what my concerns are for the finale? Maybe we could talk yeah. about that for a second. Yeah, and we yeah, can talk. About... Okay. So this reminds me a lot of WandaVision, where the finale, okay. the 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 uh, episode before the finale, it, it focused on Wanda's tr- trauma throughout her past. And then we didn't get a lot of answer questions answered because there was a lot of time in the final episode, which I, if mm-hmm. I could change one thing about the Marvel um, Disney plus series, like maybe an hour and 30 minute finale episode would be awesome or an extra yeah. episode. They, they always yeah. just, I feel yeah, like yeah. they need more time. I no, I, I agree. I don't know why for the finale, they don't bump it up to an hour and a half, you know, they're fine doing it for the movies where it's like pushing three hours, but yeah, I, it, it'd be so much more if they could just add it on an extra half an hour for the yes. TV series. Right. So, so here's, here's what I'm, so my concern, is there enough time? So this is what we, we have to um, figure out. Uh, how does Moon Knight or Kanchu gets released, right? Mm-hmm. What is going on right now in whether Mark's dead or alive, right? We got to figure that out. Uh, we have to figure out how Amit gets released, right? And if there is a physical form of her, right? And what she's yeah. doing now, we got to figure that out. We got to see how they defeat Ahmed. I was kind of hoping and uh, we would get a, a glimpse of Arthur's past with Kancho. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we are. I Yeah. Which I, I'm okay with, you know, I... I don't think we necessarily needed to see him like in the suit or anything like that, but it would have been cool. Yeah. I'm really hoping we get that though, but this really? is what I'm like, okay. yeah, I like, just, so. just like a five minute scene. Why? Like of them, <laughs> of why they parted and when, okay. like how old is Arthur? There's still a lot of questions about Arthur. Like, why does he walk on glass? Like we still yeah. don't know that yet. Yeah. I, I guess because the uh, the suit heals you. So does that keep you young as well? Do you age when you have it on? 
That's a good question. I, I, I would assume not. Yeah, I, I, I just thought of that. I hadn't really thought about that through the, these episodes. But yeah, does, does it not age you if you wear it? Huh. Hmm. So, so would you age would, when you're not wearing it? That, yeah, that, that's the thing. I, yeah. And all, honestly, I wonder if when Arthur had it, if he ever took it off, I feel like he would be the guy who kept it on like all the time. That could, that could be it. Yeah. That could be it. Also. Yeah. I, I wonder how many avatars Khonshu has had through the years, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I wish we would have a little bit more uh, that, which is another question, like a little bit more of Conchu's yeah. past and what what the like him and the other avatars, these yeah. beings from a different realm. But who what? knows? Maybe maybe we'll get that when Layla takes over and she's the new Moon Knight. She starts asking these <laughs> questions. So. Well, that would be another thing we would have to to experience. And then <laughs> yeah, so if there is which i i still think there is but we also need to figure out this whole third personality thing so that's everything yeah. that like i don't like when I, um just real quick like just going yeah. back to the glass thing because i feel like he he wore the he i mean he he walked on glass for a reason this cracked glass if they introduce it and it, it's, it's sort of like with uh the bunny um Senior Scratchy in WandaVision, right? Mm-hmm. Like, don't introduce it if you're not going to answer the question, right? So, so that that's kind of like a big, like that's like was one of the most like uh, in the first episode. It just takes you back, like, what is that dude doing walking on glass? So, I hope they answer that question. I'm, I'm I, I just don't know why else you would introduce it. Yeah, I guess I I know you had thought that maybe it was you know to keep him in this reality or something, and I more thought it was just more of a um cultish just like penance thing that he did to just i don't know kind of prove a point to like his followers or something because it has a very just like cult leader vibe for me with the whole glass thing so yeah i don't know it's i've never really thought that um arthur was like unbalanced in the sense of like his mind is kind of like you know broken or like um like marks at all i've never really got that vibe really from him hmm. yeah me neither me neither so i just wonder i mean there's so these are questions that i feel like i would like answered in mm-hmm. i just don't know if 50 minutes whatever it is that they're gonna do yeah. is there gonna be enough but, time yeah i just i i'm hopeful just because you know a lot of our questions about mark and all that I thought would need more than just one episode to answer, but they did a good job of like showing us what happened, why Mark and Steven are both like connected like this. And I feel like we got pretty much all the answers we need. And even some stuff I didn't even really even think of like, Oh, this would be why it's like that. So, yeah, but I'm hopeful that next week's episode will do a good job of, yeah, finishing it out. The series has been really good. So I, I'm just like, please don't mess it up now. So, <laughs> yeah, I would say I would agree with you. I even really like this episode, even though it was like, I, I just worry because in my mind, I'm just like, how are they going to answer all these questions? But they could. Mm-hmm. They could. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. But also these episodes have all been almost like 50 minutes, all mm-hmm. of them, which I, I don't think 
you know, I think we got some like 30 minute episodes in WandaVision. Oh, yep. Because yeah. they were trying to, you know, do that show stylization of, you know, the 50s, 60s and stuff like that, which they kind of shot themselves in the foot, unfortunately, doing that. Because, yeah, they, they should have just added on an extra episode because of doing that. So, yeah, and they, they were originally were supposed to have 10 episodes. So I think oh, they kind of yeah. knew that they needed another episode. But for some reason, they didn't do it. Ah, yeah. OK, are we good with the yeah. moon night? Yeah. Yeah, okay. man. I think so. Yeah. Uh, overall, I thought the episode was really good. I, I still yeah, think same. the weakest episode was episode three, but one, two, yeah. four and five were really good. And uh, uh, we'll see how next week finale, the finale yeah. happens on the eve of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness coming out. So yeah. that'll be exciting. Okay, man. Well, let's uh, let's just end the show by uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about the article. I just, um, you know, I read up on it, but you, you know, I, I told you about it. I forgot to send it to you, but we'll just talk about no it problem. in general. We don't have to refer yeah. to the article, but it's just like Marvel fatigue, superhero fatigue. Um, do you think that's that's something real? Do you think it's um, some other things that are a factor to maybe why? Like there's less interest in uh, phase four, even though there's still interest, it's just not as much as there were in previous phases. Yeah, I do think Marvel like fatigue or just like um, superhero fatigue is definitely real. It's we, I don't know, we were on this, this structure or schedule with phase, you know, one through three of when these movies came out and then how they kind of built up to something. And then once it built up to this, you know, pinnacle of what it was, it's like, where do we go from there? And, you know, we can't keep up with that excitement anymore. So we've got to kind of bring it down, bring the tone down to build it back up again. And that's where you're sort of, we're in like kind of a valley right now where I think we're losing the attention of a lot of people, especially with the TV stuff that's going on right now. That's, you know, it's, it's, it's good, but in a way it's not, I think you get a lot more people interested with just having movies coming out than having to watch it week by week, because then it just feels like you're doing a lot, you know, mm. with everything that you can watch, it's just one more thing too. And yeah. Yeah, no, I, I sort of agree. So like a couple things, um, I think. If you, if you really think about it, phase three, the way that ended was almost like the perfect ending if they would have stopped the Marvel oh, Universe. There. 100%. Yeah. And I think people were satisfied with that. And they're like, OK, I'm good. Yeah. You know, I've had I've had a couple friends tell me that, like, you know, they'll kind of watch some of the movies or whatever. But most like they're just like, hey, it ended perfectly. Yeah. So the other thing, I think phase four had 11 11 individual properties or 13. I can't remember. I think it's 11. Okay. But we're, we're in 19 properties in phase four. Mm, so like, okay. it's just so many more, uh, so much more to keep track. Yeah. Of. And that it, you know, the TV shows are cool because we get a personal experience with some of the characters that we like, but it's, it's also just a lot more content to do. Um, and they're not, they're not doing it at the caliper as they were before. Unfortunately, with COVID and stuff, with like WandaVision, they had to cut it back and, you know, mutants weren't introduced. They had to rewrite a whole bunch of stuff with all of these shows. 
And yeah, it just, it's falling under the bar of what they were. And it seems like they're okay with that for now. Um, just because they're like, well, it'll get to it eventually, which I'm sure they're fine with because it just drags out, you know, making more money for them. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> because like, even with like, um, Marvel has become so popular uh, in a sense um, that I feel like they can put something out there that says Marvel and there's a certain fan group that's going to love it no matter what. AKA the Eternals. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That is a huge example. But that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I, I like collecting toys and stuff. So I follow a couple of accounts that like do all the Marvel like figures and stuff like that. And the Eternals came out and absolutely they went on like clearance within the first couple of weeks because the movie wasn't that good and nobody was interested in just having these figures or whatever of that. And it's like still they pumped out all of the characters that were like even dead in the series. So it's like they've they have the capability of making all this stuff and they're just going to push it on you and be like, this is good guys. Just like, you know, get, get through it until the next one or something like that. Yeah. And I think what that does though, is it sort of hurts the, it can hurt the quality of the product you put out because if you know you have fans that are just going to come back, you don't have to try as hard to tell like great stories or whatever. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah, I was hopeful about like the Eternals, but I had a I had a gut feeling I wasn't going to like it, but I still went and saw it. You yes. know, it's I even if I don't like a movie, I'm still going to see it eventually. You know, it's it's one of those things where Marvel specifically like I I probably like Miss Miss Marvel or what's the show that's coming out on uh um Disney yeah. Plus. Is it Miss um, Marvel? It's um uh Yes, I think so. It's or is it is it the Marvels? No, I think you're right, Miss Marvel. No, it's just yeah, Miss Marvel. Like, I I'm probably going to end up watching that show at some point. I probably will think it's okay or whatever. But it's Marvel, so you know it's in the franchise. You kind of see what happens if it connects to something else. You want to see if you're missing out on something. You know, if there's an end credit scene. That's why you sit at the movies and wait (laughs) twenty extra minutes just to see a five second clip. So. Correct. And it's funny because that's why I went and saw uh, the new Venom movie that came out, you know, the the most recent one, like as soon as I could, because I heard there was an end credit scene that connects it to the MCU. So it was just like, I gotta go see this, you know, ASAP. But I think that's part of it, though. So like it's, you know, if if they they recognize that there's going to be fans that love their content, no matter what they push Mm -hmm. out. And so yeah. it's like they don't have to try as hard, which, you know, is both good and bad because then like when I feel like as as like content creators, I'm using quotations because, you know, we're, we're just starting this out. But yeah. like I, I feel like it's hard to be objective because then people are like, oh, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, but no, it, no, I do. I, I'm, I'm not blinded to, to the marvelness of it if you if, mm. it, and whatever. So I think that's a big factor is just the fact that like, I, I agree there's some fatigue, but I also agree. I, I also think that they have gotten away with write, writing sort of subpar stuff or putting oh, subpar 100%. stuff because phase three yeah. was so good. What they did in phase three, I think the only like bust would be Captain Marvel, but that still made a billion dollars in the box office. 
Ant-Man and Wasp, but was that phase three too? That wasn't as good either. Uh, I, I think that was phase two. Okay, Ant-Man I thought was phase two and then phase three was... No, you're right. Yeah, phase yeah. three was Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Yep. So I didn't, I didn't yeah. care for that movie too much, but overall, the majority of the movies did I, I really liked. They did a really good job oh, yeah. with them. So Yeah, no, fa- phase four definitely feels like a sequel movie. Like, it's just, it's not quite hitting the mark as the first one. And uh, yeah, hopefully they can get it back together i don't know yeah the yeah and the, and the last thing i'll say is that like modern day comic books aren't as loved no as yeah classic comic books so mm. i think that's also sort of hurt, hurting the marvel because they they got what they could out of tony stark they got what they could out of aaron uh aaron yeah. rogers i almost said steve rogers <laughs> they, they they got these very uh well-known yeah. characters now they got x-men and well, fantastic four that yeah. they should grab off of but i think that's part of it is that like not a lot of people like and they have a right to not mm-hmm. like modern day comics. And, and part of the reason, which I understand, like I understand, I don't necessarily know how I feel about it, but is like something lazy writing when you take a, a different person and just give them the same powers as the person before, if, yeah. if that well, makes yeah. sense. So, Well, yeah, they're opening up this pantheon of, you know, superheroes with the end of Endgame, how many people came through those portals. So it's just, it's this huge world of like possibilities. And then they're adding more stuff into it because yet you know it's like i love the character nova and they're talking about coming out with a movie for that but it's like as cool as that would be it's just one more character to add into like everything it's almost it's it's getting to a point where it's like we need some sort of justice league split off here of like organizing all this stuff so that's a that's a great point like just have different divisions of the universe or You know, like you have what, uh, maybe like f- like six or seven properties that you you run with, and then wait mm-hmm. till like the next three phases are done, and then pick six and seven other properties and just focus yeah. on those properties instead yeah. of like just bringing. Oh, we're just gonna bring all these guys in now and just do yeah, everything. And, yeah, and I I don't know. It feels like right now we were so every movie is just so disconnected from everything else. You know, we had Dr. Strange and Spider-Man, but Eternals really didn't like loop in any of the other Marvel, like previous franchises that we've had. They just added new ones into there. And then even moving forward, you know, Dr. Strange is the next thing where it's bringing back old characters, but like any of these TV series stuff, we haven't seen any of those characters back into like a movie or anything. So it just feels very disconnected because previously, you know, there were other Marvel characters popping up. If it was just, you know, um, uh, Nick Fury, just, you know, popping up for it, an end sequence and like Ant-Man and Wasp or whatever. So, yeah. Or, or even like references, like obviously there was that, yeah. but like uh, Ant-Man, you had Falcon show up, you know, yeah, like so. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree with the whole disconnected thing is like the fact that a hand came out of the ocean, basically, like how that doesn't come up in other movies, yeah. just like at least as a reference, like, yeah, that's yeah. Not as bad as when that hand came out of the, the ocean or whatever would be yeah. would be kind of nice. But 
Um, and I also think they have this thing where they're they're setting too much stuff up right now as well, because it's like you got, which we'll talk about, but I'm kind of hoping that Wanda becomes the next main villain in the MCU. <laughs> I, I'm like really hoping that happens, but we'll talk yeah. about that when we, we talk about this. No, yeah, 100%. But, but, but we got we got that going on. We have the celestial thing going on. We have now this whole Conchu and these other uh, beings from a different realm going on, and then yeah. the Thor thing going. So there's also a lot of different directions. It's like you. What was so good about the first three phases? It all led to the same thing, and yeah. we all saw yeah. the plan. Yeah. You know. So anyway, okay, yeah. man. Anything else? about superhero fatigue uh no keep them coming i'll still watch them <laughs> no right just make them <laughs> i just want a good story you know like yeah. whether it's and can Star- we please can we just just give me the whole series on disney plus none of this weekly stuff I just want all six episodes to binge watch and then I can move on to something else. Please. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying like with, with, with star Wars, DC, like the two yeah. big in, in Marvel, the two biggest movies this past, what in, in the last year is mm-hmm. Spider-Man and Batman. It's because it, like, we're never sick, really sick of those characters. If you do no, yeah. like, great writing, you, if you, you do them right. Yeah. 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 So just do, just do it right guys. Disney. Yeah. I, I don't think we're in the territory yet of like Star Wars where they're just not planning it out at all. I feel like there's a plan. It's just taking a little time to get to like setting it up. The setup is just taking forever, unfortunately. So that's my biggest thing with Doctor Strange. I feel like it's maybe that's the key to opening this all up and melding everything together, hopefully. I hope you're right as well. I, that's what I'm hoping as well and then they'll they'll answer a lot of questions and we'll understand the direction that it's going moving forward so yes okay man anything else for today no that should be it okay awesome thanks brian for joining me thank you everybody else for listening next week we will do the finale of um moon night so check in on that but we're also going to do a preview podcast for multiverse of madness so we'll have like theories and we'll talk about things uh that that shouldn't be longer than 15 20 minutes but we'll see and then maybe we might have another podcast i'm not gonna promise anything but monday we might get together (laughs) and do another rewatch of a star wars movie but we might not i don't know yet but we'll see what happens guys so thanks so much for listening if you haven't yet follow me on uh, instagram at nuttybuddy underscore entertainment follow the youtube channel nuttybuddy entertainment i drop clips subscribe to it like it thanks so much for listening i hope you guys enjoy and we will talk to you guys soon